0: This is Pastor Joshua Swilly, and you're listening to the Hope United Podcast. We pray that this message is a blessing to you.
1: God is so, so, so good to us, and I'm so honored to be here with you this morning. First, I'd like to honor the pastors of the house, which are missing, because they're in the hospital today with a new little person. And we're so grateful to God. She's perfect. She's absolutely perfect. And God is so good. Amen. So I want to honor our pastors. And then I want to honor my husband. And I want to honor you. You are the best people in the world. And I've been all over the world, right, Pastor Robert? We go all over the world, and you are the best. And it's so good to be home. Okay, let's get down to work. Okay, today is the fourth in a series of lessons or teachings, Dealing with Your Demons. Today is number four. The first week, Pastor Josh made us aware that all believers, if you're born on earth, you need some kind of freedom from the oppressions. Number two, he told us that it was, a um, number one, he showed us that we needed it and that Jesus was our demonstration. He did it. He, he, didn't, he said to the spirits, go. He didn't stand there with big garbage cans for them to. He didn't tolerate anything. He just said, go. And that's our demonstration, right? Okay. Number two, we had Pastor Joshua and Jessica, and we learned about a life-transforming deliverer and what deliverance does to your life because you were made to be free. Amen. Free. You were made to be free. Number three, the third week, we learn from Pastor Josh and Minister Margaret Clark that these are the ways that we expose ourselves and put a foot in the door to the enemy and ways to keep ourselves from being exposed from the enemy. And also, she also spoke on not to set someone free until they desire it. Amen? Amen. Okay, so that was a summary of where we've gone in the past three weeks. Today's the fourth week, and I want to say, so you're free. Let's keep it. (laughs) Let's keep it. Okay, actually, that wasn't the name of mine, but Bishop thought of it on the way. (laughs) Okay, so let's start with Adam and Eve in the garden. They were made to live free. They had the ultimate freedom. Hi, sweetie, I love you. They had the ultimate ultimate freedom. Yes. What changed? The whisperer whispered in their ear. Let's hear another, sir. The angel whispered in Mary's ear and brought the deliverer. Remember, the whisper's always whispering. But God is always speaking. God spoke in the worlds we began. God speaks. We must be listening to the right voice. Because you can either have bondage in your mind or freedom in your mind. Okay, so Eve, she listened. But the spirit enticed her. And when she acted on it, she opened herself to a life. That was no longer free. She acted. She ate the fruit. Now let's talk about Cain and Abel. Because Eve as parents opened a door. Then Cain had this gaping door open. So he heard a voice because he got offended in God. God said, do it this way. I want a sacrificial animal with blood. But he thought he knew more because his job was raising fruit and vegetables. He said, I'm going to do it my way. I think I I can do it my way. My brother raises animals, and he's going to give an animal sacrifice. I'll give a fruit sacrifice, a a vegetable sacrifice. But it wasn't God's way. He thought he knew more than God to do it his way. So when God said, you know, how hard is it to barter a basket full of vegetables for a lamb? How hard is that? But when you think you know more, so it was rebellion in the heart. And he got offended in God when God said, this is not what I ask for. See, a lot of people think God is like, I think God just said, this is not what I asked for. If you don't guard your heart, the enemy stands and waits. Read the scripture. And so Cain had a foot in the door there's my door. Can you see that foot in the door? Okay. He had the foot in the door and it didn't just a little anger come in. What happened? The anger brought their whole family anger. First offense, then anger, then uh, uh, rage, then violence, then murder. The whole family came in. Remember when you Touch, dabble, open a door to spirits. There's just not one. Okay? Do, do not play there. Okay, so, so Cain killed his brother because a of spirit of offense. Then let's go on down. Enoch. Enoch. Why did he not have any spirits? He walked with God. So that's the secret. Let's put that in our brain. Walk with God. He walked with God every day, and then he was no more. So it's proving God all the way through the word of God proves you can do this. You can do this. Then we have Noah, the only family on the earth that was righteous. What's God doing? He's proving to you that you can do this. But what we do is we allow some spirits to play. And we don't take captive every thought that comes into our mind. Because remember, thoughts become words. And they get in the heart. Oh, take captive. Take captive. Take captive. This is Officer James. He knows what he's doing. Take captive. Okay. Thank you, Officer James. Now, this is, this is what most people do. This is what most people do. Thank you, Officer James. Thank you. This is what most people do with their demons. Come sit right here, buddy. Sit right here. A little closer over here. Yeah. Don't you think that they were mean to me at work? Yeah. I have such self-pity on myself. But I'm strong. Hey, I can handle it. You stay there, though, buddy. You stay. Stay stay my boss was mean to me wasn't he wait until I get a real pity 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 party going and this spirit will rise up and take me captive it's you cannot play you cannot play with spirits okay (laughs) officer James (laughs) okay so we cannot play Cannot play with spirits. But God put through the word of God that we were made to live in ultimate freedom. Noah. Enoch. We must learn who we are, know who we are, and stay who we are. We must get totally free and then learn to walk in it. What are some of the ways that we live our freedom? Some of the ways that we live and we, the children of Israel, when they went out of the, out of Egypt two weeks out and they're complaining. Why? They had no safeguards. Soon they forgot. They forgot how the hardships, they forgot where they came from. They forgot their God. They forgot how the price Moses paid to get them there. They forgot who they were. They had no vision that they were God's people. They were a mighty people. You are a mighty people. You are strong and courageous. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And the enemy is such a deceiver. He has a prophetic negative for you. That's right. That's
0: right.
1: But you have to live God's prophetic word. Every day I bind my children to their purpose and I bind them to the heart of God. We must walk in our Divine destiny, which is ultimate freedom. Ultimate freedom. Now, what do we do when the spirit of offense comes? You have to slam the door to that. The Bible says, let nothing offend you. Let nothing offend you. And what about the greatest spirit of all? Rebellion. Lucifer lost his seat in heaven. He's the ruling spirit. And he, I really believe, and humor me on this, this is not in the Bible. But I believe when he fell to the earth that a seed of rebellion was planted in the earth. Because I have had to check myself through my whole life. I'm a prophet of the living God. And God will give me a word and I'll know that I know that I know. And my husband will say... It's not for now. And I'll go, I bow up and I have to say, okay, I submit. I'm under authority. I will not let that rebellion rise up in me. We all have that in us. We have to not let, he's always lurking around to see where you're weak or where, if you get a little bit of pride, oh, I'm a prophet of the living God. Just a little bit of pride grows up yeah man you have to stay under covering, submitted to authority and yes sir if you say not now it's not now and you know sometimes we just have to take the head of that rebellion like the wise woman and lop it over the wall to joab get rid of it get it out of the walled city of your domain amen 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 so we've talked Yes, every deliverance in your life leaves a void. I'm going to come right back to that because we need offense covered. As soon as you have it, quote the scripture, I will let nothing offend me. Rebellion is another tool of the enemy. I'm just hitting on some the ones that cause you to stick your foot in the door. How about bitterness? Did you know it's proven that bitterness causes you to make wrong choices. There's a silly little joke out there that somebody came and said, "I'm going to give you the wish that any wish that you want, but your worst enemy gets double." And he said, "I wish to be blind in one eye." Is that bitterness? Is that bitterness or what? I know I told the joke kind of fast. Sorry about that. Okay. So, we have the spirit of offense, rebellion, bitterness, what about unforgiveness? That one will really weigh you down. It's like, a, it's like a chain on your neck and throwing you in the ocean. You cannot get up and get air because you have unforgiveness. Unforgiveness doesn't hurt anyone but you, but me. Unforgiveness is from the pit of hell. And you know how to get rid of unforgiveness? Break your flesh. You say, you can't hurt me. And then you don't have to deal with anything in forgiveness. I mean, you forgive them and it's over. And that unforgiveness is gone. But you have to crucify the flesh. Kill the flesh. Okay, so we're going to go back to your point. What was it? It's a void. Let me tell you a story about my life. When I was in my 20s, I married this wonderful man. And his family were all these awesome men and women of God. There had to be a a seat in there somewhere because I started feeling rejected and inadequate. You know, the whole family came in, right? There's probably a seat in there, but they found a place to get in because I was feeling really rejected. I was like, felt like a nobody. So I started going to these deliverance people, different ones. Went to five, a matter of fact. Finally, this wonderful guy, pastor named Tom Hodgins after he prayed the deliverance prayer over me, he said, now, listen carefully, now you have to get the word of God to fill that void. Remember when the house was all swept and the demon waited to see if they put anything in that place, if anything came back to fill the void? When you fill the void with the word of God, there is no room for the devil. He fills you up. When there is no room... There's no battle because I started getting the word, like if I get the feelings, you know, that spirits work in your emotions, which are your feelings. If you feel rejected, it doesn't mean you have the spirit again, but you feel it. That's when you go to work. I'm accepted in the beloved. My name is written on the palm of his hand. You've got to talk to those feelings. Talk. We have to say something. God stepped into darkness and he said, let there be light. Yeah, that's right. God speaks always. We have to get the mind of Christ and speak his words. Right. The mind of Christ is when the children of Israel went into the wilderness, they didn't have any safety guards. They had been delivered from Egypt, but they still had the mind of a slave. That's right. They still had the mind of the slave. That's why a generation had to die off. So when we get the mind right, we have freedom. The mind, we have to take captive our thoughts like we said. But the mind is where we conceive and speak. We conceive a thought and we speak it. What are we going to speak? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But a lot of times we say a scripture and then we void it out with our actions. Like, like. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. And your child says, can I have a piece of candy? And they I can't afford it. Instead of not now, we just say, I can't afford it. And you've voided that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. You have to be careful of the words that you speak. Words create this world. Words deliver us. Because you get the word to come out of your mouth and you hear it yourself. Just like Ezekiel. The bones heard. Just like the walls of Jericho. The walls heard. The voice. The voice. God is not a body with hands and legs and feet. He's a voice. You are a voice. Amen. Amen. So we have to go back to the things that are our safety net. That keep us from letting those things come back on us, what are they? Number one, we have to be very, very careful that we don't walk out without prayer in the morning. There's never, ever, ever a chance, a time you should walk out uncovered. We should put on the helmet of salvation and put on the Mind of Christ first, the mind of Christ, put on the armor of God, which is the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, gird our loins with truth, Shod our feet with the shoes of preparation, take on the shield of faith and use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That is your armor and you get ready for battle every day. You get ready for battle every single day, but you have to pray and read your Bible. There's a little song, of course, I was a children's pastor for 45 years and I'm pointing to children's pastors in the first service. But the thing that you do is you sing. We sung this little song. If you want to grow, you read your Bible and pray every day. Read your Bible and pray every day. That's just a simple little song, but children hear that. If you want to grow, grow, grow. Anyway, I won't <laughs> sing it for you. <laughs> and then... Um, So that we have to know that we have to get the things, our helmet, our mind of Christ, praying. We get strong in the Lord so that we can recognize the enemy. Recognize him. Because you might have a spirit of addiction and go to AA and that I'm not drinking right now. I'm good. But yet you're addicted to food and to clothes and to pornography uh, because the spirit of addiction is still there. Because you haven't dealt with the root Remember, Satan is as a roaring lion. He's sneaking around trying to find your weakness, trying to find where you have left your foot in the door, where you have entertained anything that will cause him to be able to come in. He's a sneak. But we are greater. Amen. We are greater. And see, this is another one of his tactics. He, think, he gets you to think that you're not. You're not and you don't have enough authority, and that you can't. But remember, we are seated in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and rulers of this dark age. We are here, and we speak to him. And we cast down every vain imagination that will rise itself above the word of God. Remember, the word of God is your freedom. The word of God is your liberty. The word of God must be in your heart. Remember, Jesus became the word. We must, he's our example. We must become the word, to have the word to speak at any given time. It's our defense. The word of God is our weapon. The word, the word, the word. I am the word of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Okay, so. I'm doing good or, okay. (laughs) Okay, so this this God gave me on the spot in the first service, and I'm going to give it to you because I really think it was a revelation from the Lord. In the first service, he said, your example of deliverance is in the story of Gideon. Gideon had all of this big, large army, and God said to him, tell them to kneel down and drink. And the ones that put their face down they're not the ones. Send them home. But the ones that went like this, got the water of the word, and was drinking the water, and looking and watching. Those take with you. And there were 300, 300 mighty men. Now, what did those three do? This is, our, this is, this is a how-to. I mean, whatever I preach here, if you remember this story, you've got it. Okay, you can forget everything if you remember this story, the way the Lord gave it to me in the first service. Here you have 300. And God said, take a clay pot, a torch, and a trumpet. You are the trumpet. Shout to the Lord. Shout. Shout. Get your deliverance. Set yourself free. Know who you are. You are a trumpet of the living God. Amen. So they had a clay pot. And a torch inside. So when they broke their flesh. And nothing can offend you. The light. The light of Jesus shines through your life. You become. The light. You become the reflection of Jesus. When when the torch is showing. When the light of Jesus is showing. And you blow the trumpet. You speak to the enemy. You say to that spirit. Spirit get thee behind me. That was another thing the Lord gave me in the first service. Peter came up to Jesus and Jesus recognized the voice of the enemy coming through Satan, uh, through Peter. He recognized his voice. He knew the voice of the enemy coming through Peter. He didn't say, Peter, be quiet. He said, Satan, get behind me. Satan was trying to derail the 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 purposes of god the plan of god he was trying to derail it through his a a disciple that he loved and that's how the enemy will come because he he the enemy is a spirit he he has no power except what we give them by listening to the whispers he yes the enemy used the word to jesus and Jesus said to the enemy, What what this is what the this is what Jesus said to the enemy. I have nothing in common with you. I have not left the door open and let any of you in. I have nothing in common with you. Nothing. Nothing. What was I saying just a second ago? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What I was trying to say is we have the word of God in our mouth, and we have to say it. We have to blow that trumpet. The enemy, he knows if we know who we are or not. He knows. We must know and rise up and stand up and say the word of the Lord and live with our freedom. Now, when Peter spoke those words, Jesus recognized them. And that's what we have to do. We have to recognize when the enemy comes, it doesn't matter if it comes through a loved one, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother. We must recognize the word that is not the word of the Lord. And you speak the word of the Lord back. Just remember the enemy hasn't got a body and he needs a body to say anything or to do anything. He may manifest in uh, arthritis and give you a tormented body. He may manifest in uh, anger and you're, you can see it on their faces. You will begin to see, if you pray for discernment, where the enemy is. But just remember the freedom is in your voice. Yeah. Speak freedom when the enemy speaks to you and proclaim freedom. Are you free today? Yeah. Do you know who you are? Can you stand in the face of the enemy and shout? Let's stand up and shout. Just as Moses, just as Moses said, let my people go. Father, I declare over this people, let this people go. I declare freedom. I declare liberty in Jesus name. Thank you, Father. I want you to say, yes, I can. I can walk in freedom. I can maintain my freedom. Now, if anybody is struggling with your identity, because if, if you knew who you were, you would know that you can do this. But if there's anybody that is struggling and you need prayer, I want you to come down, please. We're going to pray for you. Oh, man, this house is, knows who they are. Okay. Stay right there. We'll get you, babe. Don't worry. Anybody else? Don't. Don't be embarrassed or ashamed. It's everybody's time to rise up and know who you are. Know who you are. And if there's any spirits that have tormented you that you have had deliverance over in the past, now you know how to walk in it. Walk in it and proclaim it every day. You can do it. You are strong and you are courageous. Say that I am courageous. I am strong and courageous. I can do all things through Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I cover this moment in your precious blood. I put a hedge of protection over this people. I put a blood barrier around them to protect them from the onslaught of of the enemy. Father, I pray that they would be seers. They would have eyes of the spirit to detect what the enemy is doing. Father, I pray for a spirit of courage courage be strong and courageous be strong and courageous father i pray i release the spirit of courage over your people right now i thank you for this your people that today is a new day today is a new beginning today is the day the lord hath made and god i see that you are doing a new thing this is your season A lot of you have waited. Well, now is the time. Now is the time. God is doing a new thing in this house. And watch, mark this word. Mark this date. It's a new day. It's a new day in this house. God is, I felt the shift in the first service. I felt it. God is doing some awesome things. But I cover you in the blood of Jesus. I bless your coming in and your going out. I bless your life. I bless everything that you attempt to do with God, that it would be prosperous. I thank you, Father, for this house. I bless this house. I bless bless pastors Josh and Corinne and their little family, Lord. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for blessing us, Father. And we give it all to you. In Jesus' name.
0: Father God, we just cover your people in the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord God. We speak over them, Lord God, the minds of Christ Jesus, Lord God. That their identity is in Christ Jesus, Lord God. That there are sons and daughters, Lord, of the Most High God. That they're bound to their destiny. They're bound to their purpose, Lord God. I come against the plots and plans of the enemy, Lord God. To separate them from your purpose, Lord God. To torment them, Lord God, about who they are, Heavenly Father, Lord God. I come against the spirit of low self-esteem right now, Lord God. I cancel its assignment against your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I release, Lord God, your spirit, Lord God, of encouragement, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that, Father God, that they know, Lord God, that they're the head and not the tail, Father God, that they're above and not beneath, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that you've declared over their lives that they're more than conquerors, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that the battle has already been won, Lord God, that the battle over their lives has already been won, and the enemy will not have them, Lord God. God. I seal them, Lord God, to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I cover every person, Lord God, that is watching right now, Lord God. I stand in agreement with them, Heavenly Father, Lord God, as they cry out to you, Lord God, that, Lord God, that they are bound to your destiny for their lives, bound to their purpose, Lord God, for their life, Lord God, that whom you set free is free indeed, Lord God. I release the spirit of the breaker, Heavenly Father, Lord God, into the atmosphere, Father God, to break every chain of bondage, Lord God. I come against the spirit of fear, Lord God, that's tormenting your people, Lord Lord God. And I say that you've not given them the spirit of fear, but of power love and of a sound mind, Father God. I break, Lord God, the spirit of perversion, Lord God. Over them, Lord God, I decree and declare, Lord God, that they have clean hands and a pure heart, Heavenly Father, Lord God. I open their eyes, Lord God, to the things unseen, Lord God, that the enemy, Lord, longer, Lord God, can sneak in, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that I set eyes, Lord God, in their back, Lord God, and to their front, Heavenly Father, Lord God. I send darts into the enemy's camp lord god i sent blindness into the enemy's camp lord god their people will not be attacked anymore lord god i thank you for their freedom in jesus name amen 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 hallelujah come on lift a hallelujah lift a hallelujah left to hallelujah left to hallelujah he's worthy. he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy hallelujah so so, so shake yeah so his name is jesus and the king is in the room The king is in the room. The king is in the room. Give him praise. The king is in the room. He's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your adoration. Don't let a rock cry out and give more praise than you. Let him hear your voice. Let him hear your voice. Let him hear your voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not going back. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. You're not going back. Not into bondage, not into condemnation, not into guilt, not into shame. We're not going back. Amen? Amen. Thank you for listening to the Hope United podcast. Please consider planting a seed in this ministry. Any seed helps us get the gospel message out to those that would otherwise not hear it. If you want to give, please click the link below in the episode notes. If you're in the area, come visit us in Pembroke Pines, Florida. May God bless you, and may you possess the promise God has for you.